Well, it's been about 90 years or so since Earth found its way up into the stars and earned a spot in the galactic assembly. And as you can imagine, the hundreds of interstellar civilizations that make up that assembly, they don't give two shits what new baby brother Earth has got to say. And yet, certain parts of our culture have become in vogue throughout the galaxy. Most of all, our music. This is the Adventure Zone. We got a lot to do tonight. Welcome everybody to the tentatively titled. No, it's permanent. Not Say tentative. It. It Say is. it. The Adventure Zone: Colon Hootenanny. You gotta own it. If you if you follow the naming convention of our show, uh, you'll notice we skip G. Travis called dibs on G, so we'll get back to G. This is the Adventure Zone Hootenanny, a new story. It's our first time, well, second time technically doing a live show. Uh, not set in balance. We've been talking about doing this for a while and uh, are very excited to present to you Hootenanny. Uh, it's great because the more you say it, the more it reminds me of it sounds like a weird euphemism for like genitals. Yeah. Like, I, I'm really excited you get to see our Hootenanny. And I want you to know more planning went into that than anything else that we've done, trying to decide which H word to use. Hey, Dad, before we go any further, can you put your Diet Coke can on the floor? Because it's blocking one person's view of the goods. Oh. Hello. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I see you. Right here. Sorry. Oh, put it on the floor. Yeah. Any, yeah. That, put it, per, hello. If I put it on the floor, hello. it's getting kicked over. All right. Yeah. Uh, we're just going to hop into it and explain the rules. We're playing a game called Lasers and Feelings. Uh, oh, good. Which, by the way, I want to thank uh, my friend Amy Dallin, uh, who was the person who suggested it uh, to thank us when we were looking for a game. So thank you, Amy. Uh, yes. Uh, so and John Harper, who created it. Yes, yes. we are... Uh, In a tribute to the Double Clicks, a fine organization of music, yes. if you're not familiar. Anyway. Uh, it's a super simple game. You'll be able to follow along very easy. There's basically just the one rule. So don't worry uh, about following it along. Uh, and, uh, I mean, anything else that we need to... I'm going to try to stop winking, but the makeup makes me just want to move this one eye. Yes. Uh, two other things. The idea for this whole sort of, uh, game and universe came about when somebody said the words together. I forget which one of us it was. Space Opry? Yeah. And we were like, that's good shit. It was me. Space Opry. Think about it. Uh... Also, Lasers and Feelings uh, it makes you roll to randomly generate what the story is going to be. So if it seems weird... It is. Let's begin. Last week, the three of you received the letter that every performer of Earth Music hopes to one day receive. Your invitation to the big show. The Interstellar Opry Festival Station. 
A traveling superstructure that brings the biggest names in human music to a new planet every week. Anyone lucky and talented enough to perform on the Opry finds themselves an overnight success in that sector of the galaxy. Nobody knows who owns and operates the festival, only that week in, week out, the show goes on without a hitch. To the delight of the various civilizations that make up the Galactic Assembly, you've received one such invitation, but there's a catch. You're just the openers, so... You have to pay for your own way out there. Oh. All right, before we go further, I thought we'd settle on the Grand New Opry. I thought we loved that joke, the Grand New Opry, because it's in the future. Yeah, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the colloquial name. That's what okay. everybody okay. calls Got it. Got it. Uh, you have set off to rendezvous with the Grand New Opry at the planet they're visiting this week, a far-flung outer rim destination called Shuckstack, which... Sorry, one more? Shucks, Shucks. Chuck? Stack. Now, did the game randomly generate that name? Or it's is actually that... the name of a beautiful mountain in the uh, Smoky Mountain range. <laughs> okay. A planet named Shuckstack, which before this letter you'd never heard of. It's a bit of a trek, and you're making it on a cruiser-class vessel you've chartered for the journey. Its name, the Delta Dawn. It is. It's one of the more affordable ships you've chartered during your career. <laughs> the Southwest Airlines of space travel. <laughs> It's a bit of a junker, but well-maintained. It's got a lightweight, nimble frame, some genuinely impressive state-of-the-art shield projectors and stealth reflection plating, which are things that they decided on ahead of time. Uh, Though the technology on the bridge seems ancient and unreliable, as evidenced by the constant banging and yelling you hear uh, from that bridge on your journey, your pilot is one Captain Hargrave, an ex-military freelancer who hasn't gone out of his way to make your trip especially comfortable. Now, the three of you have spent several... By the way, it has just occurred to me that we each took uh, one of the descriptions of the ship we each picked the thing that would make the ship better at running away. Yeah, like, sure. there are options for, like, weapons, and we're like, no! Shields, it can hide, and it can dodge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you spent several days soaring through an FTL slipstream. Who are your characters, and what have you been doing aboard the ship to pass the time? Let's begin with, uh, let's begin with Dad. Um... Well, um, my character is Benedict Eugene Esrit. He goes by Benny Jean. Wait for it. Wait for it. Benny so Jean the name Esserit. is Benny Jean Esserit. Keep going. Yeah, no, I didn't think. Um, it's nerd it's, shit, y'all. I don't get it. We told Dad, I, I said, Dad, we're going to be doing a spay. And he was like, I'm doing a Dune thing. And we were like, okay, he's doing a Dune thing. Benny... Uh, Benny Jean is from uh, the planet Maracas. Because it's Arrakis in the... Okay. 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 You don't have to explain all of them. Well, I don't think anybody here's Red Dune, so... What? Thank you. And the main export from the, uh, the desert planet Maracas is a spice that uh, enhances your sense of rhythm. And Benny Jean is from the royal family, and, you know, he's... He's a big-time guy, but, you know, he just wants to be treated like everybody else. He doesn't want any special treatment. I, I love the idea of a superstar solo alternative percussionist. <laughs> Your albums are just like... And people are like, That's, oh, this is my jam! <laughs> and they love me in New Branson. Okay. So, uh, Travis, who are you playing? Oh, and what's he been doing on the ship? Oh, what have you been doing on the ship? Uh, let's see... Uh, returning emails. Okay. 
Fair. I think was it's that, evocative. No, Come, enter into my dad's world. <laughs> no, it's amazing. When you actually uh, answer emails while you're in the FTL slipstream, they arrive before the email. That, that uh, would work very well for me. Yes, it would. All right, uh, Travis. Uh, my character's name Shoots McCracken. Okay. Uh, and Shoots McCracken is an android. Right, I figured. Um, who originally was an arcade quick draw machine. Right. That was like a robot that you drew against. Right. But he gained sentience because of his deep desire to play stand-up bass. Right. (laughs) As, you know, that old chestnut. Right. Um, and so now he travels uh, with the band. Uh, just kind of a session musician, or is he uh, part yeah, of Yeah, listen. A... All right. He's happy, just, he's happy for the work. Sure. And do occasionally quick draw against people. Right. Uh, he is an android soldier. Right. And what uh, are you doing aboard the Delta Dawn? Mostly monologuing into a mirror as he quick draws against himself. Sure, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and it's super cool. cool. It's not dorky at all. Uh, Justin, let's do it. Uh, I'm uh, one of the last great balladeers, uh, and I remain cryogenically frozen whenever America is unpopular, and my particular flavor of patriotism is out of vogue, but brother, she is burning up right now. Uh, America fever has swept the galaxy. Right. People are wild about this great country. So I have been unfrozen. My name is Pepsi Liberty. Yep. You can see why I saved the name for last. Right. As, as a co-host, I love it. As a younger brother, it makes me mad that you consistently create the best characters yeah. in the show. Um, also, uh... Deeply conservative. (laughs) (laughs) Now you feel bad for cheering. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What are you doing on the ship, Pepsi? Deep in prayer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeehaw. (laughs) Oh, God, this is going to be good. All right, the Delta Dawn is nearing its destination and Captain Hargrave has retired to his quarters for a spin in the turbo nap pod. (laughs) He has established two rules for you, his passengers. Stay off the bridge and do not interrupt him while he's in his turbo nap pod. You are uh, occupying yourselves in various ways as you feel the Delta Dawn begin to decelerate and with a flash, you exit the slipstream and you see the planet Shuckstack down below. It is a peculiar looking planet with a single enormous red landmass floating in an expanse of light lavender oceans. You see a single cluster of lights gathered around what you assume to be the metropolitan heart of Shuckstack, but you also see another ship about a stone's throw away from your own orbiting the planet, and you've never seen one like it. It is a bizarre diamond-shaped structure uh, with bright green like circuitry pulsating across its hull, uh, and that circuitry flashes as the Delta Dawn approaches it, and then you hear a hail incoming from the bridge. What do you do? Oh, this is, oh, we gotta make character choices. Yeah, so this is still a role-playing game. Okay, Uh, Shoots is heading towards that bridge. Okay. Because he rushes in. Yeah, sure. Oh, no, 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 no. You promised. You promised. You said you'd wait 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Pepsi and Benny, what are you doing? 
Well, I think Benny would uh, go look at the monitors. Okay. And kind of see what's shaking. Okay. Bacon? Pepsi? Uh, I'm real deep in prayer. Okay. Uh, Dear Space Jesus. <laughs> uh, Benny, since you're like reading the monitors to get a read on what this ship is, let's do our first roll of the game. So, in Lasers and Feelings, here's how it works. Each of them has chosen a number between two and five. Uh, they are going to roll six-sided dice uh, based on one of two stats, lasers or feelings. Uh, lasers, you would roll for anything that is sort of cold and calculated and scientific and also lasers. If you're shooting lasers, you would roll uh, against lasers uh, and you would try to roll below your chosen number. So for instance, shoots has a four. That's Travis's number. Uh, he would want to roll below a four as for lasers and it would be a success. If you rolled feelings, which is anything just raw passion or intuition, uh, basically the easiest way to break it down is uh, feelings is Kirk, lasers is Spock. This is a very Star Trek inspired game. Uh, if, if you're trying to do that, you want to roll above your number. Uh, Pepsi has a two, so all Pepsi needs to do is roll above a two when he rolls against feelings, and then it's a success. If you roll your exact number, then it's laser feelings, and we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. So just to catch up, two, four, three. three. So you are rolling lasers. You want to roll below your number, which is a three. You get one dice uh, just just for basics, and I don't think you would be skilled in this. Uh, so I think it's just the You've one. You've never looked at a monitor before in your life. Let, also, me, let me see if I understand. You want me to roll a low number. Correct. Yes, three or below. I love this game. Yeah. Okay. What a great game. All right, here we go. It's a five. All right. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, that's great. That is a complete failure. Uh, you are you a have great taken, start. You've taken a, com, uh, uh, a little bit too long to, uh, to, to answer this hail, so they ping you again, and uh, you sense their annoyance because you also see a, a very small green light uh, come flying out of the diamond, and then it plunks against the hull of the Delta Dawn. I've stumbled into the deck at this okay. point. I've just remembered I'm supposed to be uh, a dangerous explorer, so I want to get into the action. <laughs> Uh, okay, you are uh, you. You see the uh, the machine. Uh, it is getting another hail. What do you do? Uh, uh, shoots. Uh, shoot says, "Hey, computer, answer hail." Nothing. <laughs> is there a button? There's several. Are we the only people on the bridge of the ship? Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, shoots tries to decide the right button. All right. To answer the hail. Uh, I say uh, roll uh, against lasers, and you want to roll two dice, I think, because you have some experience with this. You uh, are an android. D- oh, below, right? I right. got two threes. Uh, yes, that is uh, two successes. So you do what you're trying to do, and you do it well. Good job. You find the right button and press it, and the hollow projector on the bridge turns on, answering the hail. You see just a, like, big, empty, dark room. Uh, with nobody there, and uh, you hear a voice say, uh, Just a minute. What are, what are they? Let's see. Humans? We got any humans? Oh, yeah, 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 that's great, that's great, that's great. 
And then uh, uh, a man, human man, suddenly walks into view, a little too close to the projector for comfort, and his skin is gray and mottled, just hanging off his bones, and he looks at you with a blank expression and says, uh, can help I... you? Seems legit. Hey. I need to nail down that character voice, huh? I'm floating yeah. around. I think we decided on Wild Prospect. That's that right. Station. Hi, partner. <laughs> hey, partner. What's going on over there, bud? You're looking a little run down. Got the, um, uh... Oh, man. Hey, but everywhere, you... all over. Oh, man. Now, listen here. I might be an android, what was once an arcade game that then gained sentience because of his deep desire to play the stand-up baseball. Well, hell as old as time. Yep. I, I like chest. how Travis assumes we've already forgotten his yes, elaborate sir. backstory. <laughs> but I'm starting to suspect that maybe this might be a trick. And there's no tricks here. It's just me, your new friend, Rich Bird. Rich Rig... Sure. Rick. <laughs> hey, partner, let me ask one more time. What's going on over there? And I'd like to roll about it. Okay. Yeah, I, I think your intuition is kicking in. Yeah. Uh, you uh, roll two dice, I would say. Uh, I don't know that you're prepared necessarily. This is feelings. Yes. Right? You, you I just have, have to beat a two. A two, because I'm very good at feelings. And really bad at lasers. Really so bad at lasers. That's two sixes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, if we have two successes, I did it well. Yes. Uh, Good job. You know that something is wrong. Uh, you also see Rick uh, turn his head to the side as if to talk to somebody. And you notice uh, something. You catch just a flash of it, just for a second. Hanging off the back of his head is this bright green bioluminous slug. Uh, about the size of your forearm. Uh, and you see it uh, wriggling and pulsating. And then uh, Rick turns back towards you and says... Yes, I'm uh, Chuck Stack's clothes for renovations. <laughs> so, gotta go. Uh, I, I think between that and him seeming tense, I think Shoots is going to prepare for battle. <laughs> okay. Uh, what are you doing over there, Benny? Well, you know, in my experience, you know, not that I've lived that special a life, nothing special about old Benny Jean, but uh, I've, I've seen this before. All right. Uh, you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, this is Where? All, happens all the time. <laughs> it does? Well, now, in our, in our neck of the woods, uh, in our neck of the galaxy, uh, we have these people show up all the time. And they are, yeah. And my daddy, he, he was like the king of our planet. I don't know if I mentioned that or not. Sure. A few it's times. Come up. Yeah. yeah, a few times. My daddy used to always say, Son, and, and I always believed in what he said. He said, son, if you ever see somebody with a green worm hanging out the back of his head, you need to run like a scalded dog. He just... Hey, that was... Listen, partner, that was nothing, but I love the idea of getting out of here. <laughs> Actually, sorry guys, I need, uh, we got to your ship for contra, band. so, um... We are a country band. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit! Oh. 
that is the most historic thing that has ever happened on the Ryben the stage. Best delivery. All right. All right. That one's for Minnie Pearl. Yeah, yeah like I need a minute to think about really that. Good. That was so good. Rick says, uh, so uh, go ahead and duck in here with us. Uh, that'll be good. That'll be good. You got it. And then uh, shoots, punches it, and drives away. Towards uh, the planet. T- towards the planet? Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a laser. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I say lasers roll. You're, you're operating a ship, uh, and you are prepared, as you said. So uh, I would say you have three on this one. I'm not going to roll that one. That's a weird dice. Okay, here we go. Got to beat a four, under a four. I have a four and a five and a three. Okay, that's two successes. You do what you set out to do. Uh, you start flying towards... Uh, now, I did. I could call laser feelings there because I matched the four. Oh, yeah. So but when I'm, you roll your exact number, it's called laser feelings. And uh, you can basically spend that success dice, because it counts as a, as a success, to uh, ask me a question about what's going on. Uh, do you, would you rather do that? No, I no. would like, I'll okay. take the success. Take the I'm success. pretty sure I've seen through your veil <laughs> and I've figured out what's going on. Uh, you start flying away towards the planet and uh, as you do so, these uh, green tendrils of just like green light start like shooting out of this diamond-shaped ship at you, uh, but you deftly steer around them. Uh, and uh, it, the, the Delta Dawn is weaving in and out of these tendrils, but you successfully get through them. However, the door behind you opens up, and in enters Captain Hargrave, who is a, uh, a mantoid, a mantis, one of the mantis races, one of the, like, 17 mantis races in the Galactic Assembly. Uh, and is you, he one of the cool ones? Right now, you can see on top of his head is perched a brain slug. So, no, not one of the cool ones right now. Uh, and he charges in to attack. You are flying the ship, uh, Pepsi. And Benny, what do you do in response to this oncoming mantis with a brain slug on its head? I'm, uh, I'm going to stab the captain with the giant knife that I always have strapped to my hip. <laughs> All right. Uh, is, this, uh, is this... Hey! If this knife makes you feel uncomfortable, that's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's my right... Roll. They have this giant knife yeah. strapped to my hip. Roll feelings. I'd say you have the knife because you're an explorer, so that's one dice. And not feeling. That would. That it, must be. It's not lasers. It's a fucking knife. <laughs> I think Benny Jean is going to help. Okay. Uh, how are you helping? Do you also uh, have a knife? <laughs> uh, no, no. He's going to point at the uh, because he has all this knowledge. He's going to point at the most vulnerable spot on the brain slug. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right there. I'll say right, right there. No, wait, hold on. Dad, what's the most vulnerable point of a slug? The thorax. All right, roll three. Roll three? Roll three. Justin. Okay. You've helped out. When you help out, you give 1d6 to the roll so if I'm you can justify. I'm just trying to get above a two. Above no, a two, yep. Above a two. That's a four, four, two. Okay. Uh, yeah, that that is a, that's an extreme success. Unless you want to spend it. Unless no. you want to spend that two ask, to ask a question. Uh, yeah, I will actually spend that too to ask one question. Now, if you get three that succeed, it's like a critical, a critical success, success, and you get to decide what happens next. Yeah. Uh, of these three, I, you know what? With one of those, though, rather than get the critical success, I'm going to use my laser feelings. Yes. Because I got an exact two to ask: um, Is it mm, is it possible to remove this slug without killing this cat? 
Uh, no, if you kill the slug, you kill the captain. It is not just sort of chilling on his head. It's like, in there. Can I, this is uh, separate. Do we like Hargrave? <laughs> yeah, how do we feel about... He ha- do you have a I... backstory for him yet? Has he been kind of a shit? Let's see. Uh, you know, enough that you would feel okay killing Your him. pilot is one Captain Hargrave, an ex-military freelancer who hasn't gone out of his way to make your trip especially comfortable. Yeah, yeah that's what kill him. <laughs> yeah, kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right what there. Is, right there. What do you... Right he, there. He tells you where to stab the man. <laughs> and hey, stab, hey, free ship. Yeah. Stab him in the slug. We got to get to this show, y'all. Come on. All right. What do you do? <laughs> I stab him in the head. Okay. It goes right through the worm and then some. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, our tray of cold cuts is getting warm. We've got to get down there. I told you... Listen, I know that looks savage, but you gotta know, I knew that we, there's no way of saving his life. Somehow, I knew it. <laughs> so I just went for the You custom. must have used your laser feelings. I must have used them. Uh, okay, yeah, you stab him real good, and uh, his eyes roll back, and he uh, falls over. The slug gives a little squeal of protest as uh, hey. ha- Captain Hargrave hits the ground. <laughs> hey, what the fuck? <laughs> and I whisper in his ear, hey, I'm so sorry about this, partner. Say hi to Space Jesus, thank you. <laughs> As he falls, you get the sense that your knife in his brain did something to his nerves, and he pulls the trigger on the gun he was holding, and a laser bounces around the bridge comically for like 30 seconds uh, before it collides with the terminal that you were using to fly the ship. He falls over dead, and the uh, space slug uh, disintegrates. What do you do now that you're flying the ship with a mostly broken console? Hey, Ribbit! Ribbit, certainly you know how to pilot this thing, right? I mean, yeah, I was doing it, but now we've done blowed up the steering wheel. Just <laughs> plug into it. We're getting more and more comical with every second. <laughs> Bye, Cracky. <laughs> plug it. Just plug into it. Plug into one of the holes of it with your finger. And make, make some beep, bop, boop, bop, boop. Hey, I'm not a, hey, you know what? Both of those things is offensive. Hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. First of all, hold on. Stop this plane. I don't say beep bop. And I wouldn't stick my you finger in without asking. You crash the surface of the planet. <laughs> jump, jump cut. Jump cut to the three of you. Like, the three of you just standing in these red clay badlands looking at the Delta Dawn just half submerged in this I pit. I can't believe of, we survived. It's, it's half submerged in this pit of soft red clay. You get the impression that the impressive shields on this ship absorb most of the blow, so it's not destroyed. Oh, thank God. Uh, it's not destroyed, but it is not going anywhere soon unless you get some help pulling it out of the ground. Uh, so you make your way to Shuck's deck. We're going to move quick because that was a long discussion about robot ethics. <laughs> And you can tell that something has gone terribly wrong here in the uh, major city. Uh, For starters, there's almost nobody here. It's a fairly rustic environment with large homes made out of painted hardened clay and weathered metal. Uh, And it it would be charming, uh, except for the really harsh environment that it has sprung up in. But you only see a few dozen folks of various assembly species just kind of shambling around and you can see that all of them from the humans to the mantoids to the shark people uh they all have these iridescent brain slugs just hanging off the backs of their heads what do you do 
Oh, leave? I, I've only got, I've only got the one knife, fellas. Allow me to strike up a rapport with them. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, you're trying to talk to? You're just giving a speech to the crowd. Well, yeah. Okay, I mean, very good, very good, very good. Since uh, I have a lot of diplomacy training. Yes, you are an alien envoy, so you definitely are prepared for this. That's two dice. Roll two dice and let's yeah. see what the fuck happens. So I'm just going to walk up to him and say... Uh, Wait, hold on, if I may. Yeah. Make him give the speech first, and if it's good enough, give him no, a no, bonus No, 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 this is fine. Roll feelings. Uh, you want to roll above a th- three or above. Here we go. Four and a six. That's, that's a success. Uh, what do you say to the crowd? Hey, y'all. Listen, I know you probably recognize me, you know, because I'm uh, kind of a big deal. Uh, you know, my family, they've done pretty well for themselves and from that, that planet, and you know. Uh, the crowd starts shambling towards you. Yeah, good, yeah, no, I'll sign later. I'll, after the show, I'll sign. Um, They're all holding space slugs. <laughs> yeah, no, we ate on the ship. Uh-huh. So, uh, listen, if y'all could just show us uh, to where the, the hell we're going, uh, we'll all, we'll, we'll give you some uh, merch later. The, op- the, the uh, Grand New Opry is not on this planet, correct? It is. Oh, it, it is stationed is. on this planet. This we're is where you're coming it. to rendezvous. Yeah, you're killing it. Crushing it. Uh, here's, here's, since you rolled a success on that, here's what I will give you. Uh, a... Uh, a, a woman, an undulant woman, another one of the, ra- the, the species as part of the assembly, uh, just this uh, just gazelle-looking woman with horns uh, and a brain slug, uh, walks up to the three of you, and you can see she has these like gear-shaped devices in her hand, and really quickly she slaps them on the three of you, on the backs of your heads, and a hard-like projection of a space slug appears, a fake space, and you realize she also has one, and uh, she says, uh, oh, don't worry, y'all, got him. Slugged them real good. Totally cool. And the crowd dissipates. And uh, she turns towards you and says, Who the hell are you guys? Are you here from the assembly I'm court? Shoots McCracken. My name's Pepsi Liberty. And I think you know who I am. Is that Benny Jean Ezzeret? <laughs> Damn. I can't go nowhere. I think I'm going to change my character voice. Mm-hmm. I thought, I mean, I guess you're not from the Assembly Corps. That's Benny Jean Ezzeret right there. I've been trying to hail them for days. What are you doing here? We're a band. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. Don't these guys have a name for their band? And they thought they'd come up with it on stage. (laughs) Hmm. We're the River Bottom Nightmare Band. (laughs) No. Um, we're the Wiggles. Nope. No. Is that, is that, well, I was thinking of the slugs. The new Wiggles. The new the Wiggles. The new Wiggles. Wiggles 2.0. I'm guessing y'all are here. I really can't stop doing this damn voice. It's so good. I gotta put it, it's something we gotta be able to put on merch. We can't put Wiggles 2.0 no. on a t-shirt. <laughs> Nobody would get it. Uh, I'm, if y'all are We're Shoots for Kraken and the band. Okay. I'm guessing, because y'all are musicians, you're here for the Opry? Hell yeah. Well, I think you're going to have some trouble doing that right now. Wouldn't be much of a story if we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) 
She says, yeah, I, I went to bed like a couple nights ago. Everything's hunky-dory. Opry just landed, planet side. Whole town's getting ready for the festival. Next morning, whole town has these slugs on their heads. Mm. Starts arming themselves to the teeth and heading out on hover skiffs over towards the Opry. Starts mounting attacks trying to breach the hall. Have you ever heard of such a thing? <laughs> How did you avoid uh, getting, getting converted? I'm a bit handy with some hollow projections and most other tools. I run the tow truck here in town. Well, it's more of a mech. But I run the tow mech here in town, and so I know my way around a doohickey gadget and what have you. My name's Dolly, by the way. I got yours because you won't stop saying it. So is that D-O-L-L-E? No, it's with a Y. So, um... Well, again, I'm thinking merch. I'm thinking T-shirts. Yeah, I'm afraid y'all's big debut on the opera's got to get put on hold uh, for a minute. Well, listen here. The, the Space Boys have got to... What do you think? No, I don't think no. so. No. We got to get to that opera and play. Space Horny Boys. The Space Horny Boys. No. The Space Boys. <laughs> SHB, baby. No. Listen. And the nanny's gotta get with <laughs> Hootie. Hootie and the Wiggles? I'm feeling pretty strongly about Hootie and the nannies. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Dolly says, only way we're gonna get up there is if, oh, wait, y'all are here. Y'all got a ship? Well, well, that's a complex question. Um, when you say ship, do you mean one that glyphs off the ground and zooms around and shit, right? Yeah, yeah, the, op- the Opry's still hovering, so we would need a ship to get up to it. Hey, you got a mech! Yeah, what's, why, do you, did y'all fuck up your ship? Well, yes. <laughs> I, you know what? In one sense, Space God did, because it was in his grand plan. <laughs> but in another sense, in another sense, I did stab the captain in the head with my big knife. <laughs> But you did it beautifully. It was part of the plan. And we said, Space Jesus, take the wheel. And, and he crashed it. <laughs> what I'm saying is there's no bad guys here. <laughs> so y'all got a ship or not? I got the uh, murder we, guy. We got ourselves a ship, but we don't need your help towing it out of the clay. Oh, ain't a dang story, my love. Jump cut to <laughs> the submerged Delta Dawn. Dolly is in this just big boxy mech suit with these two large just metal clamps attached to these thick cables, which she shoots out towards the ship. And the cables are starting to retract, but it's a big ship, so she's getting pulled in. So these hooks swing out of her mech legs and plants into the ground, giving her some support as she's trying to pull the Delta Dawn out of the clay. And she says... Dang, y'all really got this wedged in here, huh? It's, it's... Do I have, like, some kind of robot super strength that I can help? Do you have robot super strength that you can help? You are a sentient arcade game. Uh, that would be a weird I feature. rolled a four and a one, but I'm going to use my four to ask, do I have robot super strength? Oh, that's great, because all I have to do is answer it. No. Okay. I choose not to help. Yes. Do I have <laughs> robot super strength? Apparently not. Okay. She says, you I, die. <laughs> she said, no, it's just going to take me a few minutes. Y'all stop trying to use your robot super strength. It's embarrassing. My tow mech has robot super strength. That's what it was designed for. Uh, Isn't it just robot regular strength? Yeah, I guess so. 
You hear a sickening slurping noise as Dolly tries to pull your ship out of the clay. And then you hear another noise. A rumbling from beneath. And then you feel it, too. And then uh, the clay, just off the side to this, uh, the pit that your ship is stuck in, starts to bubble up. And Dolly looks over at it with alarm. And then a ten-foot-tall, two-tailed, scorpion-like beast... Quick draw! ...bursts outward... Shrieking at your party, sending acidic spittle flying in all directions. I'll say you're prepared for that. I quick draw it. All right. Whoa. Wait a minute, wait a minute. There's the band name. Acidic spittle. All right, that's not bad. Uh, I feel like that, that gives a promise we can't deliver on. Yeah. Uh, roll 2d6. 3d6. Because, yes. Oh, no. Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry about your nar. Sorry yeah. about your hoot, nanny dad. <laughs> Uh, a five, a six, and a four. Uh, yeah, that's uh, three successes or two successes. I'm going to go with three successes. All right, that's a critical success. Wait, wait, wait. Why? I thought you had to row below for lasers. No. Wait. Yes. Yes, yeah. below for lasers. You're right. That's three. That's one success. <laughs> or you can ask a question. I'll take that one success. Okay. Uh, it's a mixed success. How do you shoot this thing? What's that look like? Everybody, by the way, uh, Lasers and Feelings includes uh, inventory. A, uh, a uniform with built-in vac suit for spacewalks. A super sweet space phone camera communicator scanner thing with universal translator. A variable beam phase pistol set to stun usually. Yeah, I'm going to say that with the mixed success, I hit it, but it's on stun. No, I'll decide what the mixed success is. I hit it. Uh, then I quick draw from the hip. Pew, pew. Right. Do you want to see my hand on my hip yet? Right. We can all agree. Where are you hit it? Where are you aiming for? There's lots of aimable. I places. mean, I'm aiming for the head. Okay. Uh, yeah, you hit the head, and uh, I think it just scorches off one of this thing's eyes, uh, and it gets really pissed off when that happens, and it spits some spittle uh, towards. Where's the success part of that mixed success? You blew his eyeball off. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. I just said it. Well, when you said scorches off, I thought you meant, like, glances off. But uh, now I realize that doesn't make any sense. Some spittle lands on your spacesuit and burns a hole in it. You can no longer use it in a zero-G vacuum. I'm an android. Yeah, you're probably okay there. <laughs> uh, it gets really pissed off after he does that and uh, starts charging toward uh, Dolly, because in her mech suit she is the biggest sort of thing here. Uh, with uh, both of its tails dripping this, uh, this, this bright red venom. Uh, Pepsi or Benny? I, I have an idea. Okay. Great. Act on it. <laughs> Music hath charms that soothe the savage breast. So... But, well, okay, a few things. One... We're literally under attack in this moment. Are you monologuing? Are you my dad, Clint nope. McElroy, who is talking to me? I can't good. tell anymore. All right. He is going to play one of his solo album cuts. Right. To try to calm the beast oh, and shit. soothe him. I hope it's... Yeah. Oh, no, I got to no, roll. No. I want it to be... How many roll... How many do I roll? Well, uh, Negative one. <laughs> Definitely, uh, you, you get the one, you get the extra. If you're an expert, you're an expert in this. And another one if you're prepared. I think you're always prepared to bust out the, uh, the tambo or the maracas. So am, or the... I, am I doing this to roll under three? You are trying to roll for feelings. You are trying to roll over three. Over three. Yes. That would be a one, a one, and a six. Yay. A Which mix? one did you want to hear? <laughs> okay. No. Right. Six, six, six. Okay. Okay. 
a little flat. Uh, All right. Have you tuned that? Here's the mixed success. It gets distracted by what you're doing because it's fucking wild. (laughs) And in that moment, it sort of slows its attack over on the uh, towing mech, which has uh, nearly pulled the Delta Dawn out of the the quagmire. Uh, However, you have caught its attention, and it is now charging your band, your... uh, Hence unnamed band. Hootie and the Nannies. Hootie and the Nannies. I feel like we Yeah. I'm going to take a... uh, I think Pets is going to take a flying leap at him with his knife and try to bury it in his side. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Roll feelings. Uh, I don't know that you could argue that you're prepared. I don't think I'm ever prepared to fight a space... Scorpion. Scorpion with (laughs) a knife. Roll 2d6. Okay. And I'm at... And you're saying that because the second one... This is because I'm an expert in fighting scorpions with my space knife? You're an explorer. I think you have to shake some shit from time may, to time. If I may, I would say I'm helping because I shot one of its eyes off. Yes, absolutely. 3D6. 3D6, okay. I've really affected a depth two. perception. Above a two. I have two fours. So that's an unqualified success. Uh, yes, you succeed. You stab this thing right in the side, uh, and when you do that, one of its tails just, like, goes limp. You get a sense that you got some... Nerve stuff in there, whatever it is. Hey, uh, fellas, I think I hit some nerve stuff. Uh, whoa, whoa, slow down, Dr. Spock. It also skitters backwards in it sort of. Skinnards backwards? It skinnards, skinnards backwards. Free bird! In, uh, it knocks a bird's nest loose. Reflexively. It, uh, it, it skitters backwards and uh, buys you all some time. Uh, and you all hear this loud, still kind of gross pop. From the, uh, from the clay pit as the Delta Dawn, still having a, a decent amount of clay all over its hull, uh, is retrieved from the pit. And you see Dolly start just like charging towards the, uh, the cargo bay door at the back to, uh, to, to board. Uh, what, uh, let's, get back to, uh, let's get back to you, Shoots. What are you doing? You still have the scorpion? Probably. I say, uh, hey, you all head, head for the ship. I'll cover you. And I shoot at the scorpion. Are you just more. trying to do like suppressing fire or? Well, I mean, I'd like to kill it. Okay. But if nothing else, distract it. I will say killing it will be harder than suppressing fire. If you want the trophy of this thing, uh, that's fine. No, no, no. Okay. I'm just trying to get them to the ship. Okay, go for it. Can uh, I help again? Um, sure, if you tell me how. Right there! <laughs> I'm telling no. him where to shoot it. I'll let you do that once per game. Okay, right there! Right, the other one. Uh, roll 2d6 for me. I have tried. 2d6. Uh, a five and a two. That's one success. One success. Uh, yeah. So I, I think I shoot its other eye. You have distracted it, right? And you have bought time for Pepsi and, uh, and Benny to get to the ship, which uh, by this point, uh, Dolly has pried open the cargo bay door with her big mech and gotten inside. Uh, the two of you following suit after you attempted to help out uh, shoots. Has she pulled it out of the, the goo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I make it around for it. Okay, sure. uh, you two have boarded the ship. Shoots, you distract it and manage to get it away from the ship a little bit, uh, but it's one surviving tail. Uh, it jabs right into your left shoulder. You are an android. I'm an android. You're an android, but uh, it doesn't hurt, but you, uh, your, your left arm is starting to lose. That ain't my shooting hand. Okay. <laughs> Is it your bass playing hand? Oh, shit! (laughs) We're going to need that. I'm ambidextrous! You still need two to play bass. You gotta have two to play bass, my friend. It's a computer bass. 
you, uh, uh, now Benny and Pepsi, you see your, your well, not friend, but bandmate, uh, maybe friend. Hey, don't make that decision for sure. them. Uh, pinned down outside with a scorpion tail uh, buried in his shoulder. You do Wait, anything? hold on. So the scorpion stings me, and then it just stays there as we both look at each other? We're in bullet time, Travis. Okay. Uh, How long have these guys been together? <laughs> you tell me. I mean, are they buds for life or like... What do you th- I'm just trying to gauge the... I don't know if they're like session music. Okay. Is the... Um, you know, as a leader of men, yeah, I don't think we should leave him behind. For one thing, you, this the song we got playing is pretty heavy. We need that bass. And I'm the only one with a gun. Dolly, you know something about ships, right? Activate the lasers on this son of a bitch. All right. There's no lasers. There's a shield, a cloaking device, and it's nimble. <laughs> Run into it. Yeah, blast it. Yeah, run into it. Get Make it roadkill. Slowly, in a way not to break the ship. This is asking a lot. I'm realizing she yells, I'm Get close enough and I'll grab on. She's, it's, she's it's got shields. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I'll turn yeah. on the shields, run into hey, yeah. it. Yeah, activate yeah. the shields. That's cool. She flips on the shield, and the scorpion is half inside of it when it turns on, and you see it just cut in half and just <laughs> fall to the ground. It is... It is mere inches away from Schutz's face uh, when it turns on. Uh, and she says, oh, shit, oops, shit, shit, shit. And she turns it off, and uh, the scorpion has been cut in half. Yay, uh, say it. Say it. I solved my scorpion. <laughs> I said shields. You helped, yes, definitely. Uh... The Delta Dawn, after a few sort of false starts as it tries to burst the clay out of its engines, finally gets airborne. Who's flying this thing? Oh, it Probably seems like Dolly. Uh, I don't think she's like... She, she took a, a lucky guess there. I don't know that necessarily Shoots she... Shoots is using the backup terminal to pilot the ship. Okay. It's not quite as good, but uh, yeah, go ahead and roll. <laughs> yeah, roll. it's a backup terminal. It's roll. got left, up, and down, but not right. <laughs> Uh, roll if you miss it, gotta make a big, yeah. circle. <laughs> a big circle if you miss Three it. Three left turns. Roll lasers. Gonna... Roll 2d6 against lasers. You want to roll under a four or four or below. I roll the three. Okay. Uh, yeah, you get there. It takes you a while. Uh, you, that's the drawback. It takes you a bit. But it's time to recover. Uh, no. Fuck. Does anybody have Android repair experience? Hey, listen, I don't know a lot about repairing androids, but I'm going to roll a dice on it anyway, see how it turns yeah, out. Yeah, roll lasers. It can only go bad. Roll 1d6, and you have to roll a 2 or below. Maybe I can help by saying, sew me up. All right, I, I pick up a wrench, and I'm just, like, poking <laughs> into it. And here's what happens. Oh, I roll a 6. It's unimaginably just so bad. He jams a wrench in there, and you hear, like, a pop. And your arm just falls completely off. That is Wait, so appropriate. Off? Yeah. So his arm is off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not so fun, is it? I mean, it's it's a collaborative game, Clint. I don't. You're, oh, ho- to... you're holding the, the rudder or whatever when a, one of your arms falls off, so you make a quick turn to the right uh, and then correct. Uh, you now are flying the ship with just your one robot arm. Still your shooting arm, so it could be worse. 
as you approach the Opry, uh, you see it. It's a few miles away from the main city here uh, in Shuckstack. Uh, and it is just this, this massive uh, construct. It is uh, uh, mostly just like this big saucer-shaped uh, deck, just this one single bright metallic deck. Uh, with a large transparent retractable dome covering its top, through which you can see the uh, the enormous amphitheater where all the performances take place. Uh, and there's this big long antenna just hanging off the bottom of it with uh, engines uh, scattered hither and yon, keeping it up off the ground. Uh, and the Delta Dawn picks up a signal from the shuttle bay and you are relieved as automated docking, docking procedures uh, commence. Uh, the ship sails in sideways and comes to a sudden halt in a large chamber that, uh, through the bridge viewport, you can see is devoid of life, but is chock full of these hastily parked hover skiffs. Uh, and you see a handful of small Roomba-shaped robots who quickly approach your vessel and begin scrubbing up the clay that you've just plopped everywhere That's when you land. nice. So nice. And uh, Dolly says, let's be careful out there. We don't know how many of them, them slugs made it up onto the station. Yeah, I agree. Hey, if we could just take a second, I'd love to put my arm back on. You going to do it yourself? Yeah. All right, roll. Listen, only one of us is good at lasers, and it seems to be me. You, uh, as a former, again, sentient arcade machine, would you say you have experience attaching robot uh, Android parts? I will say that I had self-diagnostics as a computer, Griffin. Okay, yeah. I, I want to help, too. <laughs> I want to say, hey, listen, whatever you do, don't poke a wrench there. All right, roll a 3d6. Can I, I help, too? I feel like it would be 4d6. Go for it. Can I help, too? Uh, because I want to, you know, ask Dolly, since this is her area of expertise, to just give him some guidance on how to reconnect his arm. Dolly says there's a big difference between mechs and androids, man. Like, I, I just want to say, um, neither one of you thought, I'll hold the arm in place. <laughs> Which would have been super helpful. But let the record show no one's doing that. Okay, right. Uh, yeah, roll 46. <laughs> so what does this look like? I are pinned you, my arm between the wall. Are you screwing it back on with your dick? <laughs> I leaned against the table real hard. <laughs> wow. Okay, and I'm going below a one, a three, a one, and a one. Yeah, you fucking... <laughs> you like, Wait, it's bigger than it was before. Yeah, that left arm is now... You don't know what the fuck you touched in there, but your left arm is now swole as hell. <laughs> Which may still get in the way of your bass playing. Whoa! Yeah, you all exit the, uh, the Delta Dawn. You're now in the shuttle bay with all of these skiffs. Uh, parked hastily, you see this massive gateway leading into the enormous bazaar featuring these holographic storefronts for uh, merch and food and drinks uh, that have these large suction transit tubes up to the various seating sections overlooking the stage. Off to the side of this archway is a large steel shutter door. Uh, which have we a... seen anyone yet? No. Uh, there is a small sign hanging next to this big uh, shuttle door that says, Loading tunnel, authorized personnel only. Uh, and it appears to be locked. What do you do? I shoot it. Uh, no need to roll for that one. It bounces off and uh, shoots around the room. And knocks my arm off. I'll, yeah. pound, I'll pound on it. <laughs> hey, let us in. We're a band. Uh, Hootie and the nannies? Roll. <laughs> Hail. Hello, it is I. 
Wait a minute, who am I talking like what now? What the fuck was that? Yeah. I'll say roll, roll, roll feelings, I guess. You're trying to convince somebody on the other end of the door to... Okay, how many? No, I'm talking to Pepsi, who is... Uh, one oh. or two. Am I prepared for... Am I an expert in convincing people I'm in a band? Uh, you're in a band, so I'll say yes. I'll say that's okay. two. And I'm trying to get... Uh, feelings, feelings above a two. Yes, I got a five and a three. Okay. I think you got to do it musically, Juice. You, uh... uh I'm in a band. <laughs> I'll tell Whoa, you only someone in a band could sing like that. <laughs> you, uh, you hear a voice uh, come over a nearby loudspeaker, and that voice says, uh, Yeah, I wasn't born yesterday. I see them slugs hanging off the backs of y'all's heads. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, not, not falling for that one. And uh, also, because you've just yelled, you do see from the bazaar a horde of brain-slugged uh, folks uh, start marching out of the bazaar in your direction. Yeah. All right, I understand where the confusions come. You want to help, uh, help us out? Yeah, shoot? watch this. Whoop, 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 and just wave the hand through the I slug. I mean, I don't know brain-slug physiology. They okay, but be... you understand how matter works, Dolly, right? Dolly's still with us, right? Yeah. Hey, pull them off, Dolly. Let show them we're legit. Oh, she says, "Oh yeah," and they just shut off. <laughs> the hollow projection shut off, and they are gone. He says, "Okay, so you ain't brain slugged. What are you? What are you doing aboard? Uh, aboard the Opry? We're the we're Hootie Hootie and the Nannies. Do we not have a driver waiting for us? We should be on the list. All we had to do was get our asses here. We you, somebody the, should take yeah, us from you there. Have you the checked the list? I never heard of Hootie and the Nannies. Hold on. What? And you hear, we just came up with it. You hear paper shuffling, and he says, I have an untitled country western band to open it up. That's it. That's yeah. it. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Please open the goddamn Table door. three. Uh, looks like you got four. Is, is she with you? Is she your roadie? Or, yeah. Um, she's loading in. What's yeah. She got your amps and... Manager. Car- manager. Oh, she's she's manager. our manager. Yeah, I'm the manager. Uh, he says, all right, all right, all right. And the shutter door starts to open as the horde begins pouring into the shuttle bay. Uh, and just as you slip through, it uh, goes closed. And you hear him say, all right, follow the arrows. And uh, all along the, the loading tunnel, there are these hollow projections leading you to uh, different areas. Uh, one to the stage, one to the green room, uh, one to the back rooms of the shops, and one to the main office, uh, which you all follow. And green room. Uh, okay, you head to the green room. I want to see if they got my writer and there's a basket of microchips. Okay, sure. The green room is on the way to Wait, the main... to eat or what? Okay, uh, so robots eat microchips in this... Okay. Yeah. But don't let the name fool you. They're just tiny chips. Right. They're not electronic at all. The green it's room... It's just a fun name. It's just little legs. It's just little chips. You, know, you know that and so many different flavors. You know don't so worry. many times they're like... Oh, we were supposed to get microchips. I'll just fucking smash them up. They don't know. The- <laughs> smash I up can the tell the difference because of the edges. Okay. Some of them are green. Are you hungry? Is no. That no. Okay. I just want to make sure they got the writer right. Right, right. Okay, the green room's on the way to the main office, so you can definitely just pop to check in what's going on there. Art, should I roll to see if there are microchips? Um, no. As you go to open the door to the green room, you hear that it is locked. I break down the door. Okay. <laughs> This is, a, I would say, an impulsive action. You're going to be rolling feelings on this one. Uh, you're a soldier, so I'd say you're pretty meaty. I'll give you two dice. On you this. guys want to yeah. know? Pardon, do you? No, because no. I think you're making a mistake. Yeah, I'd like <laughs> to move on with the narrative, please. Is it below or above? Uh, above, a four. Four or above. For feelings? Yep. Uh, rolling two. 
Yeah, I, I rolled a three and a five. Uh, that is a mixed success. Uh, okay. <laughs> you break the door open, but it's the wrong door. <laughs> you, and, uh, and somebody says, hey, I'm in here. Hey. No, okay, here's the mixed success. You kick the door open, your strong robot, you use your one new swole arm to punch the door down, and as you do so, you see some of the biggest names in country music inside. I'm talking about fucking Casey Musgraves the 14th and... Hank Williams the 33rd. Hank Williams the 33rd and uh, uh, fucking Travis Tritt Jr. who looks amazing. (laughs) Little Big Planet. Little, that's a... That's actually a video game. That's, we'll talk about that backstage. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, and they all look up with... Yeah. It's great. I'll tell you all about it. Yeah, you can make your own love levels. It. It's sick. Okay. Uh, you notice two things. One, your writer has not been filled. Two, they all have brain slugs attached to them. Fuck! They, they all turn and stand up, and you hear a voice over the intercom saying, What the fuck are you doing? Get over here to the office. Why did you, I locked him in there for a reason. I close it. Okay. <laughs> It doesn't stay. You pick it up and close it, and it just falls right back in. Casey Musgraves, the 14th, looks at you like, fucking idiot. <laughs> just, and what, what century is this? Yes. It's uh, 1800s. Yeah. A, <laughs> Twist! Yeah. He said, just run. You all need to run right now. We're I'm running. running. Okay. Uh, I've already continued the narrative <laughs> somewhere else. You all run towards the main office and the door slides open as you get near it uh, and slams shut as you approach and you hear the banging of uh, the fists of the country music stars of the 18th century uh, as, uh, as you oh make no, it Oh no, Buck Owens is going to kill it. When was Buck Owens alive? Doesn't, Doesn't matter. matter. Uh, this room is a room that kind of stands apart from the rest of the station that you've seen so far. It's not this sleek, metal, modern design. Uh, it is, it, there's like wood floors and, and walls just papered with posters of old earth acts. Uh, and they're like filing cabinets against the wall. There's no computer in here. There's just like papers on a desk uh, and, and like paper star charts on the walls. Uh, and there is a door. Uh, into an antechamber into this office that slides open and this imposing figure comes crawling out. It's a six-legged, just like spider-like mechanical body topped with this large, opaque, white glass sphere like a snow globe uh, that looks like it's filled with swirling fog. And a voice comes from inside of it and he says, uh, so I've uh, I've been a bit occupied with staying alive up here. Can y'all brief me on what's going on? Yes, <clears throat> yeah. Somebody let all, all the slugheads out, and uh, we we come running down. That was here. you. I was watching you on the. Yeah, it was me. No, well, he's got he's got a bug. He's got a virus. He's got because he's an android, and he's got uh, corrupted files. Oh, once again, let me stop. That's offensive. Yeah. I well, bur- maybe you ought to not kick doors in without talking I to your bandmates. I want chips. We're Hootie and the Nannies. And we're supposed to perform tonight? Right. We covered that at the door a few minutes ago. That was you! Yeah, that was oh, me. Oh, man. All right. Oh, you're doing that whole Wizard of Oz yeah, guy at the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, there right. seems to be slugs everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we, we figure we will. We ought to be the headliners now yeah, for everybody right? else's slugheads, right? Well, uh, we'll talk about that. I'm sorry. I'm being rude. I should probably uh, introduce myself. Give me a second. 
and these vents on the mech body open up, and this white fog comes pumping out of them, filling the room in seconds. Uh, and then these other vents in the ceiling kick on and start pulling the smoke out of the room. And the smell in here is fucking wild. And as the last of the smoke is drained away from the sphere, you can see a figure within. It's the top half of a human man. And then everything clicks. The posters on the wall, the smell of this dank kush that has flooded the room. This man inside of the mech body says, uh, I'm Willie. Willie Nelson. This is Griffin McRoy. Right now, I'm just your best friend. No other job titles. Really very excited about that. And uh, thank you so much for listening to the Adventure Zone Hoot Nanny. Uh, I did this one quite a while ago now. I want to say like May or June. Uh, if, in case you're missing some context, it's it, we performed on the Ryman stage, which is where they did the Grand Ole Opry. Hence the whole space Opry aesthetic. I can't remember if we actually said that in the show. Anyway, got a couple sponsors, a couple programming notes. Let's get to it. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with 
reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code adventure to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago. We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. That's it for sponsors, thank you so much to everybody who was so kind about the Amnesty finale. Uh, it has been a a profoundly busy season uh, for for all of us, and being on the road and seeing all of your reactions to the finale was was genuinely heartwarming. That story uh, it is it means a lot to to all of us, and to see it resonate with y'all was so great. But now we're on to the next one. And I'm not going to announce what that is right now. Uh, I think Travis is going to want to announce what it is, so I'm not going to steal the sunshine. But just a quick programming note. In two weeks, we're going to be putting up another live show. We are, uh, as of right now, not quite certain which one it's going to be, but we are leaning towards publishing our most recent live show, which was the uh, Travis's take on uh, Taz Amnesty prequel, colon, uh, The Ballad of Bigfoot. So it was a lot of, it was a wild, wild show, as anyone who was there will tell you. And I think that's going to go up next just for proximity for Amnesty. But uh, we are hoping to get the new season up and running very, very soon. Uh, We're also planning on maybe doing an off-week episode via the Adventure Zone Zone. Uh, So keep an eye out on our Twitter stuff when we call out for for questions for that about Amnesty. And uh, we're going to also probably talk about what comes next in that. So uh, a lot of stuff's up in the air, basically. And we are going to be announcing very, very soon what the next season is. And stay tuned. Uh, So the next episode is going to go up in two weeks. So that is going to be on the 17th of... October. And yeah, we'll talk to you then. Bye. Hey, actually, it's Griffin again. I forgot to mention. Uh, at the end of this episode, we sing a song and we we did it and we practiced it for about 25 minutes before we performed it live on stage at the Grand Ole Opry because uh, Hubris is our sin. Uh, the song itself is great. It's, uh, by, uh, it's by Future Folk, who are kind enough to let us use it, even though Dad forgot to credit them while we were on stage. So the song is by Fu- Future Folk. Great band. Made an incredible movie, The History of Future Folk. Uh, real, real good tunes, and uh, yeah, check them out. And yeah, that's it. Okay, now I'm gonna let you get back to the episode. Uh, you have you have been warned. Macho man to the top rope. The flying elbow. The cover. 
we've got a new champion! We're here with Macho Man Randy Savage after his big win to become the new world champion. What are you going to do now, Match? I'm going to go listen to the newest episode of the Tights and Fights podcast, oh yeah. Tell us more about this podcast. It's the podcast of power, too sweet to be sour, funky like a monkey, woke discussions, man, and jokes about wrestlers' fashion choices, myself excluded, yeah. I can't wait to listen. Neither can I. You can find it Thursdays on Maximum Fun. Oh, yeah, dig it. Holy shit, Willie Nelson. Yeah, that's right. Well, technically... Wait, hold on. The Willie Nelson? Technically half a Willie Nelson, but it's the good half, if Will you ask Will Nell. You could just say Willie, it is also half the name, but um, I suppose that's android humor, but yeah, it's me, Willie Nelson, with a robo-spider-mech legs. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it seems, if I'm not mistaken, we're looking at your usual brain slug infestation situation, yeah? Yep, that old chestnut. I wish I could say it's my first time, but, uh, oh boy. For me, it was brain snails back in 62. 21, 62. 21, 62, yeah, thank you. Uh, what's your name, partner? Is that Benny Jean Ezra? Yes, oh man. That never gets old. So, uh, Hootie and the. What is it? Hootie and the Nannies. <laughs> so it's such a bad name for a band, but I hear your music's good, so I booked you. Uh, so when do we go on and then leave? Well, I don't know that you could call this a receptive audience since they either want to kill you or turn you into a, some sort of brood spawn. So um, I think the concert may be canceled, fellas. Oh, no, 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 no. No, we got to do a show. It's if we, we don't perform, we can't claim this on our space taxes. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. It's a stupid thing to say. <laughs> Do I need to roll for lasers from space? Yeah. <laughs> roll for losers. What? <laughs> Here, let me roll for you. He says, uh, well, we make most of our money on merch and, you know, beverage sales, and I don't think that they need beverages, so uh, I don't have the money to give you, unfortunately, uh, unless we can find some way to put a stop to this brain slug threat. Well, how did you solve this one in 62, Willie? Salt, but, uh... Salt. Yeah. Mm. But Wait. I tried, tried that already. Did That's not... it. Space salt. No, that's just salt, friend. It's in ACL. You can't oh, fix it. Guy, all right. Dolly says, my question is, like, why Shuckstack? It's pretty out of the way. Like, what do they want from us? Maybe they love music. Maybe they love music. Didn't think about that. Thanks, Pepsi. There's only one thing I love more than music. Did you guess Jesus? I guessed Jesus, yeah. Space Jesus or just now, regular Jesus? Space Jesus. I have to ask you this. He beat the last Jesus. <laughs> in, in Jesus' endgame. No, in, in, he beat him in space basketball, and then he gets to be... Oh, yeah. And that's the way, the great space jam? That's the great space jam. All right. 
let's not blaspheme. Yeah, not Come here. on and slam, and welcome to the new dawn of our risen saver, Space Jesus. Sure. Sorry if my conservative views are welcome here. I love my celestial lord. <laughs> Mecca Willie says, uh, here's, what I'm, here's what I'm thinking. Here's, here's, here's my institutional knowledge about space snails. Again, it's a different genus or whatever, but uh, they all seem to be following orders. They all seem to be moving all coordinated, like make me think that the... Uh, Order givers somewhere up on that weird diamond-shaped mothership. If we can make it up there, bust them up, maybe we'll be able to turn everyone back. Maybe not. Maybe they'll all suddenly die. But either way, I can't really take the Opry nowhere until we get this situation sorted. So uh, y'all four are the only non-brain-slugged people in shouting distance. So uh, I think it falls to us to figure this out. So here's the thing, Willie. Our ship, which we could fly up there, Fight that their uh, brain slug diamond. It doesn't have any weapons because we made poor choices backstage. <laughs> Look at this sheet. Yeah, no weapons. So, do you have any kind of weapons we might affix to the Delta Dawn? Um, I mean, I am kind of a weapon. <laughs> I don't mean to brag. So, can we fuse you? Weaponize Willie Nelson. <laughs> Some I- kind of smoke screen. <laughs> House. Possibly. I tried to make an escape attempt here on the Opry, and that thing's got these weird green tendrils whipping me right out of the sky. So I don't know that any uh, my my humble mecha body is going to be much of a threat against this thing. Um, I mean, we don't have to blow it up. We could, you know, get it from the inside out if we could find a way on board. Like the power of music. That seems to be where most musicians go just from the start, and I gotta just let you down gently here. Music's not gonna solve all your problems, son. <laughs> Take it from me, the real Willie Nelson. How about we, how about we fly up there and see what's what? What could it hurt? Yeah, we've got a cloaking device. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah, because we didn't go with any weapons. So we could cloak our way on up there. Y'all have had a fucking cloaking device this entire time, and I'm just now finding out about it. All right. Yeah. Um, Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you're sorry. Sorry. Uh, Can you get us out of here, Willie? I mean, I could have before you kicked open the green room. I don't know. I'll kill Casey Musgraves the 14th. Don't you dare. She's a national treasure. I, I, Griffin got upset about that, so don't fucking even. We gotta, I mean, we can either just try and, you know, fly in V through the lot of them or. Uh... Oh, wait. Let's take the back door. <laughs> that there he is. Roll. Do we, do, wait a minute now. Do we, <clears throat> do we know whose ship it is? Do we know anything about the big green diamond ship? Uh, no. You know that a man named either Rick Pichard or Rick uh, tried to intercept your hail, uh, but you have not... What, wait, wait, wait. What was the first pronunciation? Rick Pichard. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't seem quite right. Uh, right no. uh, yeah, I guess roll 1d6 against lasers as you're trying to inspect for some sort of way out. And you what are, do I want? I rolled a three. I, I'm talking to Travis. You wanted to roll below, so yeah, that is a partial success. 
Um, ah, shit. Uh, <laughs> he says, uh, uh, shit. I don't think you can be, I don't think you should be able to roll the bin fate around you, right? That doesn't seem right. Uh, you have found a event that uh, will be able to get the four of you, including Dolly, out, but uh, Mecca Willie Nelson will not be small enough to get through the vent. You will have to leave Mecca Willie Nelson behind. The audience has turned against you so quickly. We'll come, we'll come back for him. I, you know what? I bet we could stay in touch with him on our fancy schmancy uh, communicator scanner sweet, super sweet space phone camera. I got a Nokia, man. It's not going to work with that. that. (laughs) Well, if it's super sweet, that way we could still have the character involved and wouldn't have to take him. It's up to y'all if you want the audience to stay on your side or not. All right, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. We'll just leave him a phone. Okay. All right. One we of don't, we're not committed to these characters with no merch or nothing. You can hate them all you want. <laughs> all right, I'll run, I'll run comms for you. I got powerful satellites built into my thing so I can try and scan the ship, give you some <laughs> built intel into on the my thing. Built into my fucking, you know, my legs. My legs got radar dishes and shit. I don't know, man. <laughs> Listen, that gotta, was great planning on my part. I'll be real honest with y'all for right now, and I'm not going to bullshit you because we're in a whole heap of trouble. I'm mighty high right now. <laughs> this is not a good time for me. Ever since I've enclosed my torso, arms, and head inside of a big glass ball, I've been able to hotbox it real powerful. <laughs> but listen, you got a Willie Nelson guarantee I'll do my best. Okay. And I go out the vents. All right. Yeah, I follow. Right all right. On. You all make your way out the vent. Hey, y'all made it out the vents yet? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep, we're out the vents. We done did it. Y'all on the ship? Yep. 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 <laughs> made, on the it, ship. made it safe. No problems. All right. Ooh, the door is looking mighty weak and fragile. I hope they don't bust in here and tear old Willy limb from limb. Okay. I would like to roll... To distract them by blasting our, like, speaker system that I assume as musicians we have on the ship. Okay. To try to distract down to, like, the hangar bay. Sure. Roll. This is a, a, you know, a scientific solution for this. I would say roll two laser. Uh, Below a four four or below? I rolled a four and a six. Okay. That's a partial success. I will take one success. Uh, Okay. Uh, Here is the mixed success. You do so. And these brain slugs, they are not like the sharpest slugs in the drawer. You know how you keep slugs in the drawer? <laughs> uh, and you organize them from sharpest to dullest. And so the crowd, uh, the crowd starts marching towards you, and that gives Willie the opportunity he needs to come through the door. And you see him climbing on the ceiling of the loading uh, tunnel, uh, and he makes it to you. But just as he gets into the cargo hold of the ship, he says, I thought y'all were leaving me behind. What a weird reversal of fortune. Uh, you see some of the people like diving at the ship, and you have some, some hangers-on as you take off. Uh, I stab them in their fucking heads. Okay. This I can do. Roll uh, feelings plus... Are you prepared for this? It's to stab space worms that are stuck to our... Roll two dice, then, and uh, <laughs> trying to beat a two. Uh, six. Partial success. Okay. Uh, you go on a stabbing party. (laughs) 
there's like six of them, uh, and you stab, and you go into one of your many, you, you know, your stabbing rampages. A stabbing fugue, your yes. Your stabbing fugue state. And uh, the door shuts, and nobody got inside, and you're pretty sure you got all the brain slugs. Oh, no. What? That means I didn't. <laughs> but you all take off on the Delta Dawn. Uh, and it, uh, are you flying again there, shoots? Sure. I think you have enough experience now. I'm not yeah. going to make you roll for okay, it. Okay, then you, yes, I am. Cool. You all uh, manage to take off and uh, fly away from the Opry uh, and uh, the whole of Shuckstack, leaving it in your rearview mirror as you approach the mothership. I uh, turn on the cloaking device. Well done. Uh, it's, uh, wait, uh, wait. it's engage. No, I turn it on. No. As a robot, I seduce the cloaking device. Hey. Now, it says specifically on the sheet that that is a feelings role. Seduction. Well, right. yeah. okay. Shit. Wait. <laughs> I'll give you, listen, you're a robot. I'll give you plus one for that. I think you... And I'm going to help. I don't want you to help. <laughs> I don't want you to help. I don't either. I've heard you talk dirty to plants. I'd rather take the failure. Roll 2d6, 4 or above. I got a... Uh, Above? Yeah. I got a five. Okay, partial success. The voice You is can like, see half a ship. <laughs> no, we look like a bird. <laughs> you look like a... <laughs> you look like a seagull. And so just like the, <laughs> the people on this mothership are like, the fuck? <laughs> That's pretty high up for a bird, right? <laughs> can birds fly in... <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> it's a dedicated bird. Birds breathe, right? <laughs> I don't know either. I'm a slug man. <laughs> okay. I guess birds breathe. <laughs> as the Delta Dawn approaches the slug mothership, it remains dormant as you fly near, mostly unaware of your proximity. <laughs> Massive, massive exhaust port on the side of the ship opens and closes in a rhythmic pattern and you easily make it through and land your ship inside. The five of you pop into view as you disembark the Delta Dawn and now you're standing... And we just look like five people coming out of a bird. Yeah. <laughs> it lays one big holographic egg that hatches with the five of you inside. And now you're all standing on this uh, hard light bridge spanning the length of just this enormous, hollow, just exhaust chamber uh, that comprises almost the entirety of the inside of this huge diamond-shaped ship. Uh, and you cross this bridge toward the center of the chamber where this large cylindrical main deck is hanging in the sky. Uh, a door dissipates as you approach and you slip through into an enormous circular pitch-black chamber. You hear the constant whirring of some sort of loud machinery and see the occasional, like, floating small light in the distance moving here and there. Uh, and you can also tell there's some kind of elevator shaft in the middle of the room, just this standalone elevator. Calm down. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of faintly illuminated, but not really enough to, like, brighten up the room so you can tell... Uh, what's going on and get your bearings in here in this big dark room what do you do I turn on my android eyes <laughs> why okay stop for one second why does the 
arcade game need to be able to see in the dark? If you can give me a reason why fucking Mad Dog McCree has night vision. Because it's a black light arcade. 2d6. I'll give you 2d6. Yeah. This is lasers. You want to roll a four or below? Uh, I roll the three. Okay. Partial success. Uh, here's the partial success. You turn on your eyes. Your, your black light eyes. And uh, you can see the room's tremendous scope and its purpose. Uh, thousands upon thousands of these slimy, semi-translucent eggs are all attached to this rotating turntable floor that's about 100 yards in diameter. It's enormous. Um, and there are these undulating, organic-looking tubes that are pulsating and plopping more and more eggs by the second down onto this turntable. Um, you also see three hovering refrigerator-sized robots with these huge metal arms that are tending to the eggs, incubating them, uh, moving Aww. them from place to place, and depositing the uh, hatching eggs into a large hole in the ground near the back of the room. Uh, and you do see that elevator in the center of the room. However, when your eyes clicked on, uh, so did the theme song of the video game that you portray. Which sounds like what? Time to shoot with shoots, McCracken. <laughs> Who's gonna shoot the best? Who better than the rest? It's time to shoot with shoots, McCracken. Okay. Good. It took me two weeks to write that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can now see this whole room. However, the eggs have started to just sort of wiggle a little bit. I'm running for the elevator. Oh, okay. Roll feelings for me. Uh, My feeling is that I made it to the elevator. <laughs> I don't know that I will you say, can... Because you are a dangerous explorer, I, this is such a foolhardy move. I will give you uh, expertise on it. Roll 2d6. Okay. And you want to be uh, two or above. Please, snake eyes. Uh, no, it's a four and a six. So it's a success. Okay. Yeah, you make it to the elevator. Hey, it's, hey guys, come on over. The water's fine. Okay, I'm going to say shoots. Right. Starts firing the clear path through the eggs to get the elevator. You're shooting the eggs? I'm pushing buttons then, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, ever, you ever do any World of Warcraft raiding? Because this is... Uh, no, well, no, okay. no, 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 you no, said no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Now that you've said that... You've already done What's it. the ceiling look like? There, it's so high up. It just looks like a ceiling. It's like... I'm going to jump! Okay, it's probably 50 good okay, no, yards. I mean, I'm going to, like, hopscotch around the eggs and try to avoid them. Okay. Uh, I can see no way in which this is lasers. In what, unless you're My robot... nimbleness? My robot nimbleness? Feelings, baby. If it was feelings for me to run through and it's avoid gotta them... It's got to be feelings, yeah. This is not your smartest plan. So it's your feelings. But it is better than your shoot the eggs plan. No, shoot the eggs. If that's where your gut leads you, your fucking shoots McCracken. Shoot these fucking eggs. I'm gonna shoot the fucking eggs. Okay. Yeah! Because here's my justification. Here's my logic that Griffin will have to argue with to prove me wrong. If I saw a chicken egg hatching and I shot it with a gun, yeah, it's done. Would so. then the chicken attack me? You're good. Uh, go ahead and roll two d six, trying to get a four or uh, below. 
Uh, I rolled a three and a six. Okay. Uh, yeah, you start blasting eggs. Like, it's no big deal. Uh, you massacre hundreds of these slug babies, so that's cool. How does Pepsi... Be, yeah, Pepsi's fine with it. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a conservative and I'm not going to apologize for it I was raised by my granddad and my granddad before him to believe that all people have a right to choose that's where I'm at with my conservative <laughs> beliefs and I believe I'm sorry I'm not going to apologize I believe that marriage is between a man and a woman or a man and a man, or a woman and a woman, or a man and a non-binary person, or any combination, all the gender special. I wish I could get alongside your your conservative beliefs, but I just can't. I'm sorry, my conservative beliefs tell me, or a man and a man and another woman, any combination of consenting adults that want to get married, or they want to make the choice to not get married, that's fine too. That's my belief. I'm not going to apologize. No, your, your conservative beliefs are offensive to me. No, I'm sorry. Me. I'm not going to apologize to you loony liberals that would have me. Well, uh, now, as a, as a space alien, I take offense at your remarks. Now, is this the first time we've introduced the fact that Dad's character is an alien? Sort of. <laughs> well, he's from Maracas. Okay. Uh, okay, you blast a, a path, a, a beautiful, slimy path towards the center I also of the kick one. But right, really cool. hard. You make it there. Uh, the eggs are still not fully hatched. They are still like the same level of undulating. However, the three uh, incubator robots are very upset at what you're doing. And they start making their way towards the center of the room, towards the elevator shaft. Uh, seeing that, uh, Dolly is like, oh, this, I'm going to go. Uh, and she starts making her way very quickly through the slimy path. You've created Benny. Uh, Benny decides he is... Uh, calling upon his years of experience. Uh, they used to have these exact same egg handling units. <laughs> now, I mean, the listen, exa- wait, hold on. The exact same one? Exact like same, those three exact used to work for you? Space eBay, and everybody gets them there. So he is going to, he realizes that they have a, a, an override, and he's going to, ex- he's for- going to shut down the three Floating robots. I'm very good. I've just realized that by doing a one-shot game, we've removed accountability from Dad. Yes. Which is maybe the one tethering force we had keeping him here on Earth. That Dad can say, my character does this, and we're like, I don't think he did, but I don't know. (laughs) So we don't have hours and hours of proof against this. You get the one default dice. You clearly have experience in this. You roll 2d6. You're trying to go a three or below. It should be great. Abject failure. So a two or below. It's two threes. That's either a complete success or a partial success with a question. Wait, 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 wait. What about the laser field? That's That's literally what I just said out loud with my mouth. (laughs) Would you say it again? It's a complete success or a mixed success, and you get to ask a question. Mm. Mm. Complete success. Okay. Uh, okay. Attention! What's uh, it? Is, is it a, units? a verbal command to shut it down? Yeah. That's a huge security flaw, it seems like. You said you complete know the, success. You All gotta right. know the code. Uh, hey, y'all. Uh, is that the code? Override code 
Uh, stop. Yeah, that does it. They all, uh, they all fall to the ground dormant, gooshing a few eggs as they go. Uh, solve your refrigerator-sized floating robot puzzle. Sure. You all make it to the elevator and head on up. In uh, record time. No problem. Uh, it, uh, the elevator shoots upwards as you all ride it to the top, nearly sending you crashing to the floor, but it slows as it approaches its terminus, where the walls disappear to place you in what you assume to be the bridge of this ship. Uh, it's another large circular chamber. Lining the walls are dozens of these pods, like your standard turbo nap pod, but not quite. Uh, and they are all filled with some sort of green goo, and suspended inside of them, you see different brain slug wearing species from uh, across the galactic assembly. Uh, in one of them, you see a human who you recognize as Richard from before who you assume has been here a while. Uh, and at the command station for the ship, here on the bridge, you see this enormous, hulking, slug being. It's not exactly like the brain slugs that you've seen so far. It's got these four huge arms coming out of this big, slimy torso, which is connected to those egg transplant, uh, transporting tubes that you saw down below, and they're just pumping them out of its body and down through the floor. Uh, and it's reading a huge magazine, uh, which it looks up from and says... Uh, What's the magazine? It's, uh, it's Billboard. <laughs> <laughs> and the big slug says, uh, oh, Dang, what are you all doing here? We came to put a stop to your shenanigans so we can do a concert, which now that I say it out loud sounds a little wild. <laughs> yeah, we've come to murder, murder you, you, I guess, or ask so you... So we can play music? I'm going to ask you politely to head on out so we can do our show. Wait, you know what? Let me try again more forcefully. I'm going to ask you to head on out so we can do our show. Ah, oh, dang, I said the same thing yeah, twice, yeah. and I... Try saying it angry, though. So dude, say, say dude at the end. Hi, dude. I'm going to ask you to head on out so we can do our show, dude. And, and shoots, lets his hand raise hit behind. Okay. The slug uh, being says, uh, it's attempting... Is that Willie Nelson? Holy shit. Holy shit, I'm a huge fan, dude. Why don't you have a conversation with him? A long, a long conversation where you rectify this whole situation. Oh, man, it's, I'd be too nervous. Fucking highway, man. Fuck yeah, dude. No, no, he's just people. He's stars. They're just like us. Listen, I appreciate the offer, but no can do. Gonna need to control the Opry, so... Uh, Quick draw. Why, why, wait, hold on. Put your, leave your hand at your hand. Uh, yeah, to be fair, he just said out loud the word sure. quick draw. Well, His hand did not move. Like, hey, don't just say shit like that, man. What's, uh, what's, your, what's your angle, partner? What's the plan? Have you seen my fucking ship, man? It's a big glowing green diamond thing. Yeah. I show up to a plane, it's this big nightmare diamond in the sky. No one's, it just screams, I'm here to conquer your planet. All right, all right. If I, if I had the Opry, I could Trojan my horse and my brood onto any world I wanted, not just these backwater shitholes. I love the idea, listen, and concept, I love it. Why don't you let us do our thing, 
and then let us get let us get paid, and then do it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't sound like there's a time limit yeah, on it. Take- just wait like thirty minutes. And, and what are you doing with these planets once you conquer them? Who gives a shit? Like honestly, there's a lot of planets. No, hold on. Go ahead. Yeah, all right. Answer his question. Wait, you just rule them or what? Yeah, man, it's my brood. It's all my right. Kid. It's, all my right. Kid. it's my slug kids. I want them to have a good life, good future. And that means having them sort of uh, take over the entire galaxy. So, I don't know if y'all are parents, but when you got kids, your life changes. Yeah. <laughs> man, you're really making it hard to argue against. Because here's the thing. When you watch them, the nature documentaries... You don't want the zebra to get at. Thank you. But also, you don't want the lions to die. Exactly. And y'all are a bunch of delicious zebras, including you, Willie Nelson, who I'm still a big fan of. Highwayman, fuck yeah. What if, what if we make a deal with you where you only brain suck and take over shitty people? There's lots of shitty people in the universe. They're not contributing nothing. You don't got, there's lots of nice people that can just keep living their own dang lives. Hey, we're hurtling towards eugenics here, so I'm going to pump the brakes. (laughs) As an android, I didn't consider this. We've all had a lot of fun here, but... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I like a clean resolution new narrative as much as the next fella. Don't think eugenics is the answer normally. In my in my neck of the woods. I'm gonna need you guys to finish the show. <laughs> oh no. We broke Griffin. Hey, hey I, partner, can I pray with you about this for a second? <laughs> this is on my no, I wanna let you get back to your thing, but this is on my heart. Can I, can, I pray, can I pray with you for a second, brother? Space Jesus is telling me, he's kind of my Jesus, and he's telling me that I prayed on you, it's on my heart, if I could just... Roll plus Felix. Uh, I'd say this is a 2D6. Okay, and I'm trying to get... Two or above. Two or above. I got a six easy. and a six. Yep. That's a success. Uh, he says, uh, I gotta close my eyes and stuff. Yeah, please. We're just gonna go to the Lord in prayer real quick. He says, uh, all right, but no funny business. Yeah, you got it. And I'll, I'll put my hand on your shoulder. All this right. is just so we can hear. It. Sorry. Dear Lord Jesus. Quick draw. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord Jesus. We, what was your name again, partner? Scrooge. <laughs> Dear Lord Jesus up in heaven, in, in all of heavens, in all of space, we ask you to just look down here on my brother Scooch. And... <laughs> And we hope, we, we hope that you will um, grant him the wisdom to see the, the problem with his plan. And please, Lord, we just ask for your blessing and his healing from the knife wound that has been inflicted into his stomach. Uh, amen. Amen. That's 2D6 plus prepared because of your action. 3D6 feelings. Uh, two or above. That's a six and a five. It's a success. That's a success. All right. You stab him, but good. Uh, he says, uh, 
I almost had me converted there, partner. Dang. <laughs> well, he done woke up the tiger, and all the pods around the room snap open. And now several dozen brain-slugged folks of different uh, assembly species start marching towards you and this very injured slug with a knife in his gut. Uh, we all know what you're going to do. Let's, let's hear it. Quick draw. Yeah. <laughs> You've been prepared for this. I'll give you a 3D6. Uh, and I'm trying to get under. That's two threes. Four or below. Correct. That's a success. How are you shooting where? What's up? Uh, I'm shooting... His head. Good. Which one? No, you got it. Uh, Yeah, you blast him, and now uh, this thing is looking pretty pathetic. As you shoot him, actually, uh, a few of the uh, the zombies around the room sort of fall to the ground, uh, and the worms disintegrate off their heads. What about you, Benny Jean? How come I don't have a weapon? You do. Everybody has a, a blaster pistol. Look inside. Look to your right on your hip. Look down. Oh. That's I call friend. somebody for hell. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You have a gun. We all had guns the entire You've time. We all got guns. Established early on that we had guns. So if you, you can just shoot them with a gun. <sighs> I don't know. How yeah. much time we got left? Or you could use your feelings. Shoot him with your feelings. I am going to shoot him with my feelings. What's that look like? I am going... I am going to talk them out of attacking and killing it. We shot and stabbed the dude. I didn't say it's going to be easy. If it's easy, everybody could do it. He said, Just tell me what the hell to roll. He's lay, he's, this, this slug monster's laying on the ground and says, Is that Benny Jean, is it? <laughs> My friend... You're in a bad way. Uh-huh. You... And you know what? It, you, if you hang on, it's just going to be embarrassing. He shot oh, wait, me. are you going to talk him into dying? Yes! <laughs> Benny. You know, you could still, you could, st- uh, you know, and you know what we'll do? I'll tell you what I'll do. You know, I come from a pretty well-known family and a lot of, you know. We, Here he goes. We will take care of all your offspring as wards of the, is he dead yet? Yeah, I didn't even have to roll. <laughs> you talk to him so long, he just dies. <laughs> Uh, and instantly, the slugs slip off the heads uh, of everybody in the room, and they all stand up, and they look around, and they snap out of it, and they get their bearings, and they all start cheering in celebration, and then, flash forward, and it's later, and you all hear cheering from behind the curtain. And you are standing backstage, and uh, you see Dolly, and she's in her mech suit, and she's hastily, like, stacking up amps and getting some stuff ready. And she's like, I'm doing my best. So it's a, it's a one-woman show over here, but... Uh, uh, we appreciate you, yeah, Dolly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will always love you. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I get it. Okay, all right. She bounds off, and uh, Robo Willie comes over to y'all, and he says, uh, well, it sounds like they're uh, ready for you, so 
All my talent is currently sleeping off a powerful psychic slug hangover, so uh, y'all just been bumped up to headliners. He says, uh, y'all ready for this? Bum, 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 no. bum, bum. It's a great tune, but no. I mean, we're as ready as we're ever going to be. I can tell you're nervous. I'll tell you what I told Waylon back on his Europe, before he left for his European tour back in 83. I told him, Waylon, you love these songs, and they'll love them too. And then he ate a big fistful of cocaine. He punched me right in the throat. <laughs> Which is why he sounds the way he does on You know what? Dukes Words like that has inspired me. And uh, I eat a fistful of cocaine. <laughs> I thought, space cocaine. Sure, sure, sure. Spice, <laughs> essentially. That's right. The melange, the sweet rhythm yeah, melange. And it helps you with your rhythm. Sure. Uh, his mech suit walks off to the side and he says, uh, break a leg, boys. And the curtain parts. Let's do this thing. All right. We got to tune our guitar. Hold on a minute. I am doing what's called space vamping. It is indeed an honor for we here of the Hootie and the Nannies to be performing for you. Now, don't forget, our, our bootleg CDs are available out in the lobby. Fans don't sell their own bootleg CDs. Well, no, no, we, we have boots on our legs. So they're bootleg CDs. It is indeed an honor to be the only surviving band here at the Opry. We like to perform uh, an old hondo ballad by one of the groundbreaking acts of classical country music made famous on Old Earth Prime pre-desolation. Ladies and gentlemen, we proudly present to you our version of Space Worms.
Give us a little jug jug. Give us a little jug jug. Thanks to Paul from the Earth Band, Paul and Storm. How y'all doing? All right. Hang on. It, it's a pleasure to be here at the, the Grand New Opry, is right. that right? Yeah. Grand New Space Opry. Uh, we're going to do this, we're going to do the chorus two times. We're going to do one time kind of quiet-like. Then we're going to do it louder. Y'all can clap along the whole time, but let me please introduce you to the two and the four. <laughs> one, two. Oh, well, I grew up on my planet farm with space worms. Where space worms can always be found. Here on Earth, as far as I can discern, there just ain't no space worms around. Oh, well, I grew up on my planet farm with space worms. Where space worms can always be found. Here on Earth, as far as I can MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. The Greatest Generation is a Star Trek podcast that destigmatizes the very idea of having a Star Trek podcast. <laughs> We're Ben and Adam, the hosts of The Greatest Generation, and the technology we've developed is that nobody knows what you're playing in your earbuds. You know, with legalization, it's easier than ever to find out what's in your buds. <laughs> but we suggest that you legally find The Greatest Generation wherever you download your podcasts. We'll send it to you in a discreet, unmarked package <laughs> and nobody has to know but us. That's The Greatest Generation, the Star Trek podcast that you didn't know you needed, yet makes you feel like you belong. <laughs>